finishes him. How about that? One. What a hit. Falls free on the ground. South Carolina deserves to have it, and they do. Oh, he has trouble with the snap, and the ball is free. It's picked up by Michigan State. Jalen wants Jackson, and he scores on the last play of the game. Unbelievable. Way to the end zone, and Georgia is going to conquer the Crimson Tide. You got barbecue back there, and you didn't invite me. Serial Bulls are non-New Year's Six, non-college football playoff bowl preview. But first, we got to get to some news, some sad news report off the top. Obviously, Mike Leach, head coach at Mississippi State, passed away this week at the age of 61. His impact on the game of football cannot be understated. He brought the air raid to major college football, which worked its way up to high school or down to high school and all the way up to the NFL. Um, his coaching tree is massive. Uh, Lincoln Riley. Uh, Dana, uh, Cliff Kingsbury in the NFL, um, his impact on the field is immense. And, of course, he was quite the character off of it. Um, you know, warts and all, I think we're all uh, going to miss Mike Leach. Yeah, it's a tough loss. Um, I know, you know, a lot of times we, like, always talk about how much of a, you know, weirdo Mike Leach was, but he brought a lot of personality to the game. Um, he he kind of said it how he said it straight. You know, he never really held back. He had so many weird and wild press conferences, but they always had some kind of point and meaning. Um, I, I read a really cool bit of when he coached at uh, Texas Tech. Um, he told a player that was on the team, like, hey, you're never going to play a down this year. You're never going to play a down ever again under me. But – I want you to come back tomorrow and start learning how to be a coach as a student assistant. And that player walked off pretty pissed, of course, as he would. Um, and of course that player would turn out to be um, Lincoln Riley. Um, yeah. So he, his reach in football is truly crazy. Um, I, I know there is like some sort of requirements you have to reach to make the college football hall of fame. And um, I think one of them is you have to have about a 70% win rate, win uh, percentage as a head coach. And he was at like, he's like just under, he's just under by like 0. 0.4, 0. 0.6 or something. But I, I really hope that the game as, as fun and as exciting and dumb it can be. I hope in some areas where they get rigid and dull and, uh, I hope they make an exception for someone who truly has had a crazy impact on what we watch and everything around today. Yeah. And, you know, kind of to that point, I think as college football moves towards the big two or the big 10 in the sec, it's becoming more corporate. It's becoming more sanitized. Um, you know, it's just as capitalism for you, but he was, so different and such a personality. And I think as we go along here, we're going to see less and less of that. And I think that's uh, where he'll really be missed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. There's, there's no good way to move on. Um, there's plenty of awesome tributes out there. 
Um, Feldman at the athletic had a good one. Spencer Hall had a good one that, that kind of took more of a, um, I don't want to say negative approach, but maybe a little more realistic approach to leech um, that, that I really enjoyed um, that I, I thought ended really well and really summed him up in maybe the most appropriate way. Um, but you can find tributes from everywhere. I mean, I think the, the clip that kept going around, I think it was ESPN to put together of him walking with Jeremy Schapp at the end of like an E60 segment. They said, what are people going to write in your obituary? He said, what do I care? I'm dead. Yeah. I, I think that really summed him up. Um, so, so he'll be missed. Um, let, let's just move on to the other news here. Uh, Sacramento State head coach Troy Taylor is taking the Stanford job. Uh, this is a huge bullet dodge for Stanford. Yeah because they're not hiring Jason Garrett. Um, this is a giant bullet, not Dodge, hitting me directly for me, um, because I have to hear Jason Garrett uh, next season on NBC. Mm, tough. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, and then, I mean, this is a tough job, a very difficult job, especially in the NIL era, in the transfer portal era. Um, but, hey, win- winners win. Actually, nil, NIL, and I, you know. Yeah. No pun intended, but yeah, it, it's 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 better than having Jason Garrett, I think. I think that yeah, without a doubt. Troy Taylor had pretty successful four years at Sacramento State, and it, yeah. it could be just you know that kind of ball coach that a team like that needs. Yeah. Um, elsewhere, uh, Purdue hired the Illinois DC Ryan Walters to be their head coach. Um, hire. His first act as head coach, I thought this was pretty cool, was. He gave a walk on a scholarship after they played against them uh, this year. He said, that kid's a walk on. And then he, he came over there and said, you know what? You're not a walk on anymore. We played against you. Um, uh, that was pretty cool. Um, stark contrast to how other coaches have come in and been filmed in their first meeting. Mm, but, there it is. Uh, uh, anyway, um, speaking of dickheads, the Navy Athletic Director Chad uh, Chuck Gladwell fired Ken Niamatololo directly after the Army. That's game. just that's awful. In the locker room. That's awful. Yeah, fuck off. That's I mean, someone who's been at Navy for almost two decades and has done a, a great work as a coach. Yeah. Like, put some respect. Like that, that's ridiculous, man. Yeah, that's it's a joke. Um, frankly, um, and what I've heard, you know, when I listen to these coaching shows is coaches see that stuff. Yeah. And when you do that to somebody, you know, you might miss out on a candidate who wants to take your job. They might say, I don't want to work for that guy. Um, because he's a clown and that's how you should think. This is a clown move. And the same AD is the one who tried to go over new and fired the offensive coordinator last year. Um, until Ken basically made him rehire him. Um. Yeah, I mean, th- this guy's a clown. Yeah, not not a good look. And, you know, and it, it and then again, like I know it's the business of football is winning games, but this isn't, uh, you know, Oregon or Arkansas or even SMU. This is the United States Naval Academy. The purpose here is a little bit different. Yeah, the, these kids are coming to Navy. I mean, they love playing football, but they're not here. That's not their main goal. Yeah, you know they're, they're going to serve our country, and you know it's just this guy's coming in here and firing a guy who's meant a lot to this program and has instilled a very good tradition for Navy midshipmen, and you just throw it out the window. 
right I mean, at, like right when it's all over with. Not even the time for a coach to decompress, not for a team to decompress after a gut wrenching loss to your arch rival, and you come in there and say you're out of here, buddy, in front of everybody. Yeah, Navy was terrible before Paul Johnson got there, and Niematlolo was on his staff. Niematlolo took over and like kept the thing going. Um, they used to be so bad they lost to army when i was growing up in, in my there was like a big tradition in my family we'd go to my um, dad's friend's house we'd watch army navy every single year i grew up in annapolis we'd watch it all the time navy used to get their teeth kicked in every single year yeah and you know i think they they've won three of five now um plus i mean they had that huge i think it was a decade long streak under neon Matalolo. and to fire him like that i mean it's it's embarrassing. It's it's a it's a clown move. Um, I don't know. That really just like and it wasn't like they got blown out in this game. They lost in overtime. Yeah, that's just and they played in the American. They hit Athletic the Conference. over. It was a great game. Yeah, like Army gets to play UMass and Fordham. Navy has to play Houston and UCF. Yeah, it's a little bit different over there. I I don't know. This just this one really just fucking stuck in my crawl. Not a fan. All right, let's move on before we, we go any further. Um, let's just get to the bowl preview here. We're going to preview all 37 of them, right. of them in depth. We're breaking them down, offense, defense, watching the film, portal additions, uh, who's still coaching there. Just kidding, we're not doing that. We're just going to hit a few quickly here, who the, uh, a few questions to talk about a few games. Um, first one here is what's the best bowl between G5 teams? Patrick, who you got here? Uh, the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl. Uh, that's Troy Ooh. Trojans versus the UTSA Roadrunners. Um, both of these teams have been on a heater this year. Uh, Frank Harris, the quarterback for the Roadrunners, is sixth in the FBS with like 3,800 3, passing yards, 71% completion rate, and they have a very, very good wide receiver in Zachary uh, Franklin, who has 14 touchdowns, which I think is tied third nationally, maybe. Um, and the Trojans, they have the eighth best scoring defense, allowing just about 17 and a half points per game. And that de- yeah, that defense is really good. Yeah. And 4.7 yards per play, which ranks ninth. This is, of, I think this is going to showcase the G5 teams that not a lot of people know about, unless you're a true head. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are very, very good. They're, they're, they're each on a 10 game winning streak. Um, they all played. Uh, Great during the regular season. I think uh, Troy beat Coastal Carolina in the championship, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they 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 they're off a conference champion. You know, Roadrunners were last year a surprise team, meet meet. Um, and now that they're they're rolling this year, so this will be a a great game to watch. That's com- that's tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah, three o'clock yeah. or today if you're listening. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's 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 yeah. a must watch tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, Troy's – or, sorry, UTSA's only loss this year, two-point loss to Houston, and they, lost, they got blown out by Texas 41-20. But, I mean, they they didn't lose to a non-Power uh, you know power 6 team there. Yeah. Um, pretty impressive. And like you said, Troy, I mean, both these teams ended the year ranked in the, in the playoff rankings, 24 and 25, respectfully. I mean, the same thing. Troy lost to Ole Miss 28-10. He lost to App State by four and then ripped off um, – this is 10 straight wins here. Uh, pretty good, yeah. Um, for for Troy, yeah. Like you said, the defense is awesome. I think I think it's gonna be a really fun game. Plus, it's a Friday at three o'clock, kind of before the holidays get started. You're gonna want to settle into that one. Oh yeah. Um, 
My G5 game is ULL Houston in the Independence Bowl. I mean, first and foremost, Dana Holgerson and Shreveport, what more do you want? Mm -hmm. Uh, I just think this is another game. Louisiana is really fun. I think they're really – it's very close to home. I think they're going to play really hard. I think that's going to make up for the talent differential for a Houston team that had, I mean, what you can conservatively say was a rough year for them. Um, You know, there was talk about this team maybe making the Cincinnati-esque run to the playoff. Yeah. Um, that's not quite how it went down. Uh, they finished fourth in the American. Um, but hey, that Kansas loss looks better and better. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, the the, uh, the, the they started the year all shaky. Uh, they won the last five of seven. Um, yeah. Uh, the, I think a player to watch in this game is their quarterback Clayton Tune. Um, over twenty six hundred yards, twenty eight touchdowns, seven picks. Um, that, that that's going to be a great, great game. I think too. Um. Michael Decimo, who replaced Billy Napier, did a really good job picking up where Napier left off. They made their, I think, their fifth consecutive bowl game this year. Um, and this is a perfectly good matchup for them, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I just think it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, I, I hope Louisiana's defense seems to be a little bit better than I was hoping for um, because I want to see a, a replica of SMU 77, Houston 63. Yeah. From earlier in the year um okay now let's get to studs and does but for bowl games um first and foremost my dad um folks if, if you're watching this game i want you to consult your doctor uh, saturday december 31st at noon iowa kentucky ugh, in the music city bowl. this game is a Awful. rematch of last year isn't it uh yeah actually it might be now that i think about it but it's a rematch None of the yeah. starting quarterbacks are playing in this game. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it was bad enough. This was going to be kind of a slog in a vacuum. And then, yeah, Petrus is out for Iowa. Uh, Kentucky's quarterback and running back are both out. Um, oh, and Rodriguez God. both declared for the draft. Um, so we're going to see a backup quarterback against Iowa's offense. And Iowa or Iowa's defense and Iowa's offense against anyone, so it's going to be. Oh wow! Not not only is Peters out, I, I didn't know the backup transferred. Yeah. So they're down to the they're scrambling for quarterback. Oh. I think the over under is probably five and a half total points. Take the under. This is going to be nasty, nasty business. Brian France is still employed. I think there's um an SP plus projection of twenty five total points in this game. Um. Take and take the under in this game. This this is going to be gross. This is that, yeah. This is going to be like a grime of a game. Oof. Yeah. This is this is yeah n- nasty business. We don't we don't like this. We don't like this one bit, folks. On New Year's Eve too. At least we get this one out of the way. I knew you know. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. This is this is before the um, playoff games. So you know maybe take maybe take a little time off. Um. Because yeah, this is ugh, yuck. Don't yeah, don't at all. Uh, for my dud, I'm picking the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Um, wow, I'm just gonna. We need to like Duke Mayo needs to put in a, a stipulation where an SEC team has to be involved every year in this bowl. I don't yeah. want no Big Ten, uh, Miracle Whip loving state want to be in this bowl. Um, this is the North, North, uh, North Carolina State Wolfpack and the Maryland Terps. 
which I mean, it's a classic old ACC rivalry, I guess. Yeah. Um, and Maryland's at least the southernmost Big Ten team. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't want to watch this term, this, oh, not Terps, the Wolfpack offense again. And like what yeah. last year turned out to be a pretty fun bowl to watch. Um, it's just. Yeah, that quarterback's in the portal too. Both of these teams are destroyed by injuries. Um, yeah. The Terps never beat a bowl caliber Big Ten team this year. Um, the Wolfpack had four different quarterbacks throughout the season. I just don't want to this, – this is like the worst matchup for my favorite condiment bowl. Yeah, it's uh, – it could be a little bit better. Yeah, the NC State's rough, but I, I think this could be a fun game. Um, so, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see. Um, all right, now my stud, a game I'm really excited for, Oregon-UNC in the Holiday Bowl. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I think we're going to have a lot of points. 8 o'clock Wednesday, December 28th. Yeah, I just think Drake May is still there. I think even with the loss of Phil Longo, and UNC's had a lot of kids hit the portal, but a lot of them are on defense. And I think Oregon hasn't had too many hit the portal or declare for the draft. I think this is going to be two pretty close to full-strength teams um, really going at it. I think we're going to have a lot of points. I think this is just going to be um, – Again, it's just be a lot of fun to watch, even okay. though it is at a even though it is at a baseball stadium that shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, I think this game is going to be something where you're going to see what these teams can be going forward next year. Because I think if Bo Nick stays and Drake May, I think is planning on staying, um, especially with Oregon. Now they're going to have a new offensive coordinator, Will Stein, since um, Kenny Dillingham's leaving. Uh, who's I think, he, I think he's the head coach at Arizona State now. Yep. Um, so you're, yeah, both teams lost their OC. Both teams still have a quarterback there. Yes. Um, especially Bo Nix. We all saw what Drake May, uh, Drake May did this season. He had put fantastic numbers, a very good quarterback. And Bo Nix at times, for a majority of the season, we were like, damn, but maybe he just had to go to the West Coast to be good, escape from that Auburn hell. Um, yeah. But I think we're going to see what the foundations have been made this season under these quarterbacks and where it's going to go next. It's going to be a nice preview into next year. Yeah. Yeah. Who's, who's your stud? What, what game are you, what game are you stowed for? You're breaking out the nachos. Here's, here's a question. What's your game day snack? My game day snack. You're sitting down for a long day. You get wings, you get nachos. Or are we going it's, to look for hybrid? I've been on a nacho kick recently. Um, mm-hmm. They're always good. I love wings. Buffalo chicken dip is sneaky. Um, you get a nice little small bowl of that with some like nice French bread. Yeah. Plus, you can put uh, like a celery stick to the buffalo chicken dip and be like, oh, it's healthy. Yeah, it's healthy. That's <laughs> right. This is, I'm eating my vegetables for the day. If I have two slices of celery with some buffalo chicken dip, it's fine that I drink 19. You go, you go to the grocery store and get the party pack of the little teeny celery sticks and then you yeah. just drench it in buffalo, but it's got vegetables in it. Yeah. This is good for me. Or you just chop up celery into the buffalo dip. There you go. There you Every go. bite is we a salad. There. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, as I'm eating my um, cal- uh, calorie-filled buffalo chicken dip, I'm going to be watching as my stud, the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl, oh, Fresno yeah. State Bulldogs versus the Washington State Cougars. Um, these, two te- these two teams have quarterbacks that are very, very good. Cameron Ward, um, in particular for the Cougs, uh, yeah. who transferred from Incarnate Word. I think has just over 3,000 passing yards, 23 touchdowns this season. Um, 
is not as good as he was last year in Incarnate Ward, but I mean, it's good enough for the Cougars. I mean, they haven't won a bowl game since yeah. 2018. And I, th- I think Jake Hayner, I checked earlier, um, there was concerns he might um, sit out of this game, but I, I haven't seen anything. So I think, yeah, last I saw he was going to play. Yeah. Um, he's another great story uh, player in his own right um, who led the Bulldogs to a nine and four season and got a Mountain West title. And if both these quarterbacks are playing, this is, I think it's going to be a shootout. You can bet on that. It's yeah. you're going to see great prolific offenses going at it. And that's an early one too. That's this Saturday. Yeah. I'm surprised by the quality of that matchup. Um, all right, let's get to the sicko bowl game of the week of the year for me. I mean, hats off to him. Uh, awesome season. But for me, it's the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Uh, yeah. Marshall versus UConn mm-hmm. at 2.30 in the afternoon on a Monday. Wonderful. I get yeah. off work right then. I can make it home just in time. Yeah, that's that's pretty nice. Um, <laughs> going to lead right into Monday night football, I guess. Yeah, the, the 2.30 on the Monday, you're just like... This is like, yeah, the, the perfect, I'm checked out of work. What's on, what, what yeah. football we got on? Oh, dear God. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Marshall, after beating that, whatever, that some big team in Indiana, I forget who they were exactly, but um, their year has not gone exactly how, how they wanted it to. Um and this is just two teams kind of in opposite spots. Marshall went eight and four, pretty decent for them. But I think after they upset Notre Dame, they did not anticipate, you know, losing to Bowling Green <laughs> yeah. the following week and maybe had uh, eyes on the Sun Belt title, but was not to be. Um, they kind of got handled pretty effectively by the better teams in the Sun Belt. Um, so, hey, what are you going to do? Um, I mean, so- hey, there's some positives in this, too. Um you know, Jim Moore's resurrection of the UConn team has been oh, yeah. I mean, probably that, one of the better stories this season. 1-11 to bowl eligibility. He's the coach of the year. Yeah. 100%. Um, I mean, they haven't been to a bowl game since 2015. They haven't won a bowl game since 2009. Um, and Marshall, you know, yeah, they beat Notre Dame, the big highlight for them this season. They probably celebrate a little too much with it. Um, they have a pretty stingy defense. They're only allowing about 16 points per game. And they have a really good running back in Kalen Laburn. Um, so that, this is going to be like one of those ugly games, but um, it's just a wild matchup to have these UConn and uh, Marshall thundering herd going at it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, excited for UConn. Um, awesome. Like I said, more should be coach of the year. I mean, oh, yeah. No, no doubt about it. All right. What's your sicko bowl game of the week of the year? My sicko bowl game week of the year is Middle Tennessee versus San Diego State University. Um, for the life of me, I don't know why. The, it's the easy point, easy post Hawaii Bowl. Um, so these two teams, man, have been all over the place. Um, Middle Tennessee State University blew out Miami, if you remember that, earlier this season. Oh, yeah. Blew yeah, them out. Blew them. Then they lost to a very, very, very bad Louisiana Tech. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. All Blue Raiders' seven wins have come by double digits, as have their losses. Um, San Diego State has one of the best defenses in the G5, but they also have one of the worst offenses. Um, they have won four games by 16 points and lost three by 18 points. Or more. 
anything is possible here. This is on Christmas Eve. This is going to be the, like, is it going to be 49-16 middle, middle Tennessee or is it going to be 20-0 San Diego State? Anything is possible. Yep. Uh, yeah, and this game was didn't happen last year. I was at my in-laws and was excited to watch. And then they were just like, we're not playing this game. Someone had COVID or something. Yeah. Um, boy, if you want to talk about disappointment, going from maybe watching Memphis in the Hawaii Bowl to watching uh, The Grinch. That movie stinks, folks. It's not good. <laughs> the old one or the Jim Carrey one? The Jim Carrey one. Oh, whatever. you. Whatever. Hey, you. All right. Um, we got one last listener question in at the break here. Um, he, it's from our friend Michael. He says, which team were you most surprised this season that didn't make a bowl? Damn. Um, what do you think? I'm rapidly pulling up the standings right now. Last <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> one on the fly. I, I mean, I, I think it's it, Miami, right? This that's a that's true. Yeah, a- ACC like title buzz. Everyone was like, "Ooh, you know they they might uh they might challenge Clemson this year." And I didn't really think that was going to happen. Both Tyler Van Dyke and Cristobal being there, they had some like portal buzz too. Uh, five and seven is not. I, I mean, I like I said, I thought maybe it's a very disappointing year with that. Yeah, I thought maybe eight wins with them. It, you know, but that's um. Yeah, Iowa State only winning four games was, was sort of surprising. Um, Michigan State cratering didn't surprise me too much. Um, that team was kind of a paper tiger last year. With, I mean, Kenneth Walker covered up a lot of issues. Um, mm, yeah, looking through the standings. Texas A&M? Like, oh, yeah, that's that's a great that, one. Like, that was on. sneaky national title team. Consensus top five, top ten at the worst. Five and seven. Yuck. Yeah, I'm going through like a list right now, and most of them are teams that I would have imagined not making a bowl game. But, yes, you know, Miami and Texas A&M are definitely ones on here. Maybe Nebraska. Um, Michigan State, a a huge fall from grace for them this year. Um, Indiana, maybe. Not Virginia, Virginia Tech. No, I mean – those were rebuilds from the start yeah. for us. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say the big ones were definitely Miami and Texas A&M. They were not good. Very, very did not meet their expectations. I got one. Go, I, for, I for one am shocked. Northwestern sucked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you have that conspiracy that they're good every other year, that did not pan out this time. Yeah, I can't believe a Pat Fitzgerald coach team was completely outclassed every single week out there. Yeah, yeah. Couple of me surprised. You're right. Yeah. All right. Um, all right, Patrick. Ray. All right, lightning round. Let's. We're going to pick every single bowl game. Oh shit. Um, okay. All right. Let's start from the top. Yeah. All right. Miami or UAB? UAB. Too easy. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going Blazers as well. Uh, UTSA. Troy. Give me the Roadrunners. I'm going to go Troy for the defense. Uh, Cincinnati, Louisville, the, the the game between the, the Satterfield Bowl. Or yeah, will, the Scott Satterfield Bowl. Or he uh, will be on either team sideline. Give me the Bearcats. Yeah, I'm going to go with them as well. Uh, Louis Cunningham is pretty good, but I, know, I just trust Cincinnati's program a little bit more. Florida or Oregon State? Oh, Oregon State. 
Yep, Florida has a few issues at the quarterback position. Yeah. Uh, Ohio State transfer Jack Miller should be making his first ever start in that game. Yeah. Um, the L.A. Bowl, Wazoo or Fresno? Uh, Fresno. Yeah, I'm going to go Fresno as well. I just think they want they just want it a little bit more. Plus, I guess it's closer to – I don't really know where Fresno is. Somewhere in state. Maybe it's closer. Uh, Rice or Southern Miss? This could have been a sicko game. Both these teams stink. Uh, I'm going Southern Miss. Uh, yeah. I, you know what? I'll go Rice. I'll switch it up. You got, you got Frank Gore's kid at Southern Miss. You got to go Southern uh, Miss. True, true. All right. Uh, SMU, BYU. Well, you want to mm, talk about no, thank, no, no thank you to BYU. I'm going yeah, SMU. You, yeah, I'm taking the Mustangs as well. BYU looked real good for a second and then it looked real bad. Yes. Uh, Boise or North Texas? Uh, give me Boise. Yeah, North Texas, no coach. Um, Boise, I think the vibes are pretty good right now. They're, even though they lost the Mountain West, I think after the disastrous start to the year, I think everyone's building in a positive direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think they'll show up. Marshall or UConn? I'm going to go with the Huskies. You, you got you got to. I mean, yeah. a, a lot of times when you pick bowl games, here, here's a tip, folks, for gambling. You got to figure out which team wants to be there more, and no one wants to be there more than UConn. Not yes. only is this their first bowl game in a while, you get to go from Stores, Connecticut, in late December to Myrtle Beach. You got to be feeling pretty good about that. Oh yeah. Um, all right, let's get to the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Nice. Tuesday, December twentieth, three thirty, Eastern Michigan, San Jose State. Give me uh, San Jose State. Um, they're I thought a, a very impressive team for what they are this year. I'm gonna go uh, EMU. I, I love the Mac. Mm. Um, all right, next we got Liberty Toledo. Oh, man. Give me Toledo. Yeah, fuck Liberty. Yeah. As usual. Um, all right, the New Orleans Bowl, Western Kentucky or South Alabama. Why is this a 9 o'clock kick? It's the only game on Wednesday. Very strange. Uh, South Alabama. Um, I, yeah, South Alabama. Yeah, what Kane Womack has done as a coach really stood out uh, for them. I think they're pretty good. Yeah, and I just like the Sun Belt kind of as a conference more yes. than I like Conference USA, so I'm just going to trust them there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baylor Air Force. Baylor. Yeah, I'm going to go Baylor as well. I just think the Pac – it's a rough year, but the Pac – or not the Pac-12. The Big 12 was very good this year. Um, yeah. So I'm going to give them credit for that. And like we, we talked about, you know, as we kind of kept track of our Boise disagreement all year, the Mountain West was bad this year. Yes, it was. Um, maybe the worst it's been in, in, in a, maybe a decade, honestly. So I'm not giving Air Force too much credit for going nine and three there. Um, Louisiana Houston. Ooh man, um, I'm gonna go with the Cougars. Uh, I really like Clayton Tune. Yeah, same. I mean, I just think that offense is just gonna show up a little bit better than the Louisiana defense. Yeah. Um, Wake Forest, Missouri. Oh God, I, dude! I, I'm I'm pissed at Eli Drinkwitz. Uh, give me the Demon Deacons. Yeah, I think Sam Hartman is going to light them up. Dude, dude, that, that, that whole I'm too scared to play Kansas. And he's like, no, no, I never know. Oh, then he went to a basketball yeah. game. Like you had NCAA violations. Yeah, yeah dude, you're a nerd. See ya. Yeah, give me the Deeks. Yep, same. And I mean, Hartman said like afterwards, like this is his last game for Wake Forest. He's either going to enter the draft or the portal. Um, so I think he's going to give the Demon Deacon fans one last show. Yeah. Uh, uh, Middle Tennessee, San Diego State. Middle Tennessee. You're going to ride. You're going to ride the lightning. Yeah, I'm riding that lightning. 
I'll take I'll take the Aztecs just so we disagree a little bit. Um, next, the Quick Lane Bowl. This is on Boxing Day, two thirty ESPN. After you watch your your little English Premier, the return of the English Premier League, you can catch up with a little Quick Lane Bowl in beautiful Detroit, Michigan. New Mexico State Bowling Green. Who you got? I'm gonna take Bowling Green. Ooh, I'm going New Mexico State. That's another team who desperately wants to be there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Tuesday, December twenty seventh. This is nice. I feel like we kind of get we get away from this in the early ones, but the twenty seventh rolls around. We got four bowl games this day. Yeah, starting at noon, and then the last kickoff is ten fifteen. That's what I want to see. That's, that's what perfect. I'm, it's that's perfect. what I'm here for. All right, noon, Georgia Southern, Buffalo. Give me the Eagles, Georgia Southern. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Buffalo. They could have right. rolled over and quit in that game against Akron to get bowl eligible, but they dug deep and, and they won that game. I, I figure maybe they want to be here for some strange reason. I, I guess, think this, their quarterback, Kyle Van Therese, is a, a guy to watch in this game. Yeah. Um, Memphis, Utah State. Mm, I, I like the Tigers here. Go Tigers. Yeah. Uh, HSC alum at yep. the helm. Got to got to go Tigers. Uh, Coastal versus East Carolina. This is a fun one. I like this in-state matchup in, in the bowl game. This is a fun one. Um, give me East Carolina because Jamie Chadwell's gone and uh, Grayson McCall's yeah. transferring. Yep, same exact same thought. Wisconsin, Oklahoma State. Give me the Badgers. Yeah, Oklahoma State has had like the most transfers out of the program. Um, yes. Something smelly over there. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is. You need something's festering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in the military bowl on Wednesday, December 28th, UCF, uh, first, maybe this is the surprise team of the year, Duke. Uh, uh if you remember from the AC preview, I said Duke could get to six wins. Look at me now. Look at me now. Yeah. Feast your eyes. Give me the Blue Devils. You gotta, you gotta keep riding with it. I, you know what? I'm gonna go UCF. I think they're gonna spoil the party. Yeah. And, you know, you know, I'm a Duke hater in basketball. It's got to carry over the gridiron. Mm-hmm. Um, the battle for how to pronounce Kansas is Kansas, Arkansas. Um, Liberty Bowl, 530 on ESPN in beautiful Memphis, Tennessee. Who you got here, Patrick? Oof. Give me the Jayhawks. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think the, the, the Razorbacks are going to be missing a lot with injuries and so it's it's bumper pools in the portal. Yeah. Um, yeah, some of their players on defense. Holiday Bowl, uh, Oregon versus, versus North Carolina. I'm gonna go ducks here. Yeah. If, um I'll go Tar Heels just, just so we can get a little little mix in. I was um give me Drake May. All right. Uh Texas Tech Ole Miss. Uh gimme Texas Tech, F U Steve. Um no, Rebs. Uh, Quinshawn Judkins is one of the most sensational players, I think, this year, running back for the Rebs. Um, I think they're going to mow down the, the Red Raiders this game. Yeah. All right, moving to Thursday, December 29th, Syracuse, Minnesota. Ooh, this one's like a sneaky good game. Um, the Bad yeah. Boy Mowers Prince Stripe Bowl. Uh, I want to go with the – man. Making a team from upstate New York and Minnesota – Instead, everyone else is going to Florida and Texas and California, um, even Alabama, Louisiana. And they're like, you just go to New York City. It'll just be just as cold. <laughs> Both these teams are like got a got really good talent. I'm gonna go with the Golden Gophers because Syracuse, I think, like has all backup staff now. 
So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I like Minnesota uh, in this one as well. Um, next one, Oklahoma, Florida State. I'm going to go Florida State here. I just think. Yeah, Sooners stink. Yeah. And this is that's another game where I think Florida State is happy to be back in a pretty good bowl game. Um, oh, yeah. Jordan, Tra- Jordan Travis announcing he's going to be back next year. Yeah. And I think they're all ACC players. Jamie Robinson and Jared Verse are going to um, play in this game as well. So, yeah, give me the Seminoles. Yeah. But essentially a home game. Right. Yeah, that helps. Um, and then next, Texas, Washington. This is a good one. Yeah, I think um, Michael Penix is going back again uh, next year. Give me yeah. the Huskies. Um, this is another remember the Alamo moment. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Texas is going to die in a fire of glory in this game. Yeah, Texas will not be back. I'm not allowed to say it. Um, all right, Maryland, NC State. Oh, man. Give me the Terps. Yeah, uh, like you said, no quarterback for NC State, no Devin Leary. Talia Tungavailoa is going to be back next year for Maryland. He's playing in the bowl game. Yep. Uh, he probably shouldn't. The kid takes way too many shots. He's, I know he's tough and he wants to play, but they got to take him out sometimes for his own good. They were blowing Rutgers out in the last game of the year. It's like 35 nothing or something. And he's like hobbling around out there. It's like, just stop playing. Just put the backup in. It's Rutgers. It's not worth it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Pittsburgh, UCLA in the Sun Bowl. I originally was going to go with the Bruins in this one, but give me the Panthers. Um, oh, okay. Even Slovis transferred, um, but they have a star tailback in Israel, Abinaconda, um, who finished with like over 1,400 yards and 20 touchdowns. And UCLA is booty cheeks uh, on the ground. Um, their last three losses, they've given up like 565 yards and seven touchdowns on the ground. So give me give me the Panthers here. All right. Uh, Notre Dame, South Carolina. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Uh, go Gamecocks. And you can go to hell. Uh, this, uh, you know, if if Notre Dame had a good tight end like Bark Bowers on their team, I would pick them. But well, they don't even have the better tight end than Michael Mayer because mm, the draft. That's up for discussion. He's not. He's not playing. Neither is Isaiah Foskey, and neither is Drew Pine. He's out of there too. Um, I'm not picking against. Wow, Michael Mayer opted opted out. Yeah, to, uh, I be, thought he would be a team player to mm. be a first round draft pick. Mm, well, interesting. Also, speaking of first and teams, he was also Contenta's first team All-American. So, mm. well, mm. something to think about. Um, that's funny. I don't see Brock Bowers playing in the Gator Bowl either, bozo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be weird for Notre Dame. Tyler Buckner, the season's original starter, he played against Ohio State, played like most of the Marshall game before going out with a shoulder injury. He's kind of going to be – he might start in this game – um, he's, he's back from injury with Drew Pine in the portal. Um, I think, I mean, from my perspective, if you're not a Notre Dame fan, you don't have to give a fuck about this, but I'm interested to see how he's going to play in this game. If he's going to play in this game and how that sets him up for next year. And of course I'm taking the Irish, um, Ohio, Wyoming. This is like the definite who wants it more bowl game. Um, man. These teams are both riding on like a three-game win streak to make it to a bowl. I'm going to go with the Cowboys, Wyoming. Um, I think that they want it more. Um, it's just going to be like a nice uh, Ohio's run game up against Wyoming's really good run defense. Give me a, and I'm a sucker for defense, so give me give me the Wyoming. 
All right, I'm going to take Ohio because I'm a sucker for offense. Mm, there you go. Uh, all right, yeah. Oh, no, that's, that's a New Year's Six Bowl. We're skipping that one. And the Music City Bowl, uh, Iowa, Kentucky. Man, give me Iowa. I'm going to do it. I'm going to yeah. eat the dirt. Yeah, I, I, I'm sticking my hand in the garbage disposal as well. Um, I think they're going to relish making just sticking an SEC team's head in the mud. Mm-hmm. They're just going to be like, yeah, this is gross, isn't it? It's 9-7. You love it. And do you think we got that seven by a touchdown? No, 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 my friend. That's two safeties and a field goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. We might see an 11 in, at some, in some capacity in that game, and that, that's really what I'm here for. Um, in the – what is it? I think this is the – I'm not – fuck calling – if you're not actively working for ESPN, don't call bowl games by the sponsor name. You don't have to do free advertising for them. Uh, in that, in that, um, I don't know what the hell this used to be. Mississippi State, Illinois. They're playing in Tampa. Who you got? Um, is the Relia Quest Bowl? Uh, Ned, get it right. I don't. That's that's made up. <laughs> uh, give me, give me the Bulldogs. Uh, I think they're gonna go out there and uh, make Mike Leach proud. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is just like the emotional edge is just so wildly for the Bulldogs. It's, yeah. Um, I think that game will be a lot of fun to watch. Just sort of as like, uh, um, let somebody say uh, on was it Kirshner on a split zone duo said it's going to be like an Irish wake, um, for Mike Leach, and, I, and yeah. I, think, I think that's an appropriate way. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, yeah there, there's some good players here too. I mean, Chase Brown, the running back from Illinois, I think 54 yards away from eclipsing uh, the single season school record. So yeah. there, there's a lot to play for in this one. <clears throat> in Illinois, great year for Illinois. Oh, awesome yeah. Um, even though they kind of screwed themselves and missed out on the Big Ten Championship. But, you know, instead of our next team, they could have gotten their teeth kicked in, I guess. Um, LSU-Purdue in the Citrus Bowl. Um, I was on Purdue uh, until yeah, this morning. Yep. When every single one of their players is uh, declaring for the draft. Yep. Yeah. I guess their top running back, their top receiver, their top tight end, and their quarterback. Yeah, um, normally you'd say, oh, well, next man up. Um, but when you're missing your entire offense, you got a problem. So I'm, I'm going to go with the Tigers here. And Aiden O'Connell's good. Yeah. I, mean, that, I think that's – it's not like you're just like, oh, well, you're, it's not like he's Spencer Petras. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's good. All right, that's it for our non-New Year Six, uh, non-playoff bowls. We'll be back next week to break those down. I'll, I'll tweet out maybe a nicer I, – I took – I wrote down who, all of our picks here. Um, maybe I'll type up something so that people can can trail or fade our picks depending on how they are feeling. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, um, so yeah, get those questions. Start thinking about those questions for the New Year's Six for the college football playoff. Um, and then we'll be off the week after and then back the week after to break down the semis, preview the national title. And we'll be back the week after that to talk to Patrick about Georgia losing to Michigan. Mm, be great. Go dogs. <laughs> Nice. Damn, I forgot to mention <clears throat> everyone. Like, there's too many bowl games. Too many bowl mm, games. Too many this is what I gotta games. say to you, your mother. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I forget what happens is Kirk Oak Street and Reese Davis bust through your windows like you're like they're the uh, FBI and they make you watch it. Yeah, they Shut clockwork the orange it and they yeah, they're like clamps, watch the cure bowl. Eye clamps and they start shocking you when you try closing your eyes. Yeah, give me a break.